This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk a little bit about the conscious and the subconscious mind. I know we've been talking a little bit about that here and there, always talking about things bubbling up. And so today I want to talk a little bit more in depth about what is what I actually mean by those things and how your anxiety is affected by your conscious and subconscious mind. So we want to remember, as I mentioned in the last podcast, our, uh, a lot of our habits are subconscious. And that's a good thing, you know, because it takes a lot of energy to be conscious about everything. So many things are put into the subconscious. And the brain saves energy this way, it automates much of what we do uh, throughout our day. And so many things become subconscious, our brain's subconscious process can take care of our basic life functions. Uh, such as the like breathing and heart rate digestion. We don't have to think about these things. All of this happens in our subconscious, but so do a lot of our habits and things like that, which I mentioned in the last podcast. So we want to pay attention now to how the subconscious brain takes care of the fight, flight, or freeze response with our stress levels and our learned behaviors and uh, patterns and habits. And one of these things, this is uh, that one of the things we want to remember here is that there's so many things we don't have to pay attention to. And that's great. So many things happen on autopilot. But you know how often people say to me, but I just, you know, I had these anxious feelings and sensations and Uh, triggered all kinds of thoughts and intrusive thoughts, and it bubbled up out of the blue. Well, it, it feels like it came out of the blue. And it probably didn't come out of the blue. It probably came from your subconscious level. And 95% or more of all processes happen at the subconscious level. So 
where this is a good thing that we don't have to think about a lot of things. They just get taken care of for us. But it also can be trouble when we are having many of our things, emotions, feelings, like we talked about on a couple of podcasts ago, and that they're being pushed down. They're not being um, noticed or paid attention to or processed, but they're being pushed down into our subconscious. You can think of your mind as like that iceberg. We've all seen that, right? The picture with a tiny bit of the iceberg popping up out of the water. And that's our conscious mind. That's the part above the water. And the subconscious mind, the part below the surface, the big, huge part is our subconscious mind that is below the surface of our awareness. So let's talk a little bit about the conscious mind. Things that happen in your conscious mind are things that you are aware of right now and in the moment. So all of this mindfulness that we are working on, talking about and practicing is all happening in our conscious mind. Um, but the conscious mind has limited capacity. So again, it's just that tiny piece of the iceberg sticking out and it requires us to have focus. So it's kind of like when you are reading or using a flashlight on your reading under the covers, you have to move the flashlight to the page, to the part of the page that you're reading. It's that focused. It's only on the little bit. It can't hold on and brighten up the whole page. So that's kind of how our conscious mind is. It needs focus and it needs awareness to be focused. So if you become uh, distracted or you drop your flashlight, all of a sudden you can't see the page anymore. And it's the same with our minds. When we become distracted by, let's say you're meditating and you become distracted, which we all do by a sound or a flash of light or something, and you go and you then move your awareness from your breathing to whatever the sound or the flash was. And if you're distracted easily by your worries, your awareness is with the worries rather than with your breath. Or like with a flashlight, the it, the light is no longer on the book. It's, it's off somewhere else. So it's moved. So we can see that conscious mind really requires a lot of us. It requires us to be aware, to have attention, and to actually direct it, right? Versus just letting it go willy-nilly, that the subconscious is what goes on without our need to control it, but our conscious mind needs us to direct it. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. 
So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. One Skin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Now, the subconscious mind can be seen as in different parts. There's the part that's just below the surface, and those are the things that you can you can think about easily. Maybe recent uh, events, things that are in recent memory. And then there is the deeper part of our mind, the subconscious mind, this lower part. And that consists of the processes that occur automatically and are not available for introspection upon our uh, wanting to call it up. So this is things, um, this includes things like thought processes, memories and feelings, but they're deep. We can't just call them up quickly like we can with a memory or a list of groceries that we uh, memorized and then want to recall it. These are things that are deeper and they're thought process, memories and feelings. And um, it can be a disorganized kind of messy place. Um, things have been in there for a long time and it may be cobwebby and, um, you might not even be aware what's down there because anyone listening to this has already lived a good bit of life. And so everything, all of these thought processes, memories, and feelings are all down there. And, uh, these processes impact your conscious thoughts, your feelings and your behaviors. And so this is why we want to pay attention to when things come up, they don't come up out of the blue. We want to remember that bubbled up out of my subconscious mind. So let's talk about emotions just for a minute. When you have emotions, any emotion, you have options. And now mostly when we talk about your options that you, that we're going to talk about the three options that you can have with your emotions, most of them we're talking about when we feeling negative emotions, we actually don't get stuck in positive emotions. We actually don't suppress positive emotions and we actually don't need to be told to process positive emotions. We need these reminders of these three things that we can, three options that we have with our emotions when we're talking about negative emotions. When you are happy, you don't need to be someone to tell you to process your happiness. (laughs) When you are, um, you don't, you don't suppress your happiness. It kind of comes and it goes and you don't get stuck in it. It comes, it goes, it has its moment of life in you, and then it's gone. 
And the same with joy or ecstasy, all of these positive emotions, they just come. But we do have three options to pay attention to with our negative emotions, because these are the ones that we need a little guidance on. The three options are the emotion can become stuck, the emotion can become suppressed, or it can be processed. So stuck emotions, what does that mean? It means that you cannot move on from whatever the emotion was or the experience that triggered that emotion. Your brain and your body remain in an upset state. Now I know you can relate to this. You know that feeling of being stuck. It is when our brain and our body remain in the upset state. So you can see, again, this is about something negative because this doesn't happen with the positive emotions. And I want you to understand, I'm going to interrupt right here and just say this piece. The emotions are all the same. The happy ones, the sad ones, the grieving ones, the scary ones, the peaceful ones, the joyful ones, they're all emotions. We don't need to rule out that we can only feel particular ones or there's something wrong with us. We are human beings and we are meant to feel it all. We can process all of these, which we'll get to, but I want you to remember it. you don't have to only select joyful emotions and feelings in your life. All emotions are meant to be felt. So, When you're stuck in an emotion and you can't stop thinking about the event, you are stuck and you are, you can be upset for days, weeks. I mean, I know people who are still dealing with things from months and years ago. And so most of us have experienced this and it can last for a long time and it can cause a lot of problems. Being stuck in the emotion is accompanied by an overactive, stressed out brain. This is our amygdala on high gear. When we are stuck in it and we're mulling it over and over because we have flared up our amygdala with a thought of danger, of fear, of something isn't right from an old trigger, from an old happening. And when we do this over and over again, this is how we develop things like depression and anxiety and have trouble sleeping and run into all of these things that we think we have to get rid of, but we don't need to cover them up, distract from them and get rid of them. We need to process them. So the other piece um, is this uh, that we can do with our emotions is to suppress them and You know, I talked earlier, another podcast uh, about negative self-talk. This is um, uh, a, a negative emotion and you could be really being hard on yourself and, uh, want to wonder why you have these emotions and we want to suppress them and knock them down because most people don't want to pay attention to these negative emotions. We are all chasing the positive emotions and the happiness and the joy, but we don't need to get upset with ourselves and use negative self-talk to ourselves when we feel something negative and we don't need to suppress it. We don't have to tell ourselves, you know, that we're 
we're bad, or this is our fault, or look, here we go again, which is a, a thought that often comes up, here we go again. Because you have to keep going, and you don't have the time or opportunity to allow your attention to process is why you get into this. You feel like you have to keep going. You don't have time or the opportunity for your attention to process these emotions, and so you suppress them. But I want to tell you, it doesn't take a lot to process these emotions. And this is what we need to uh, get to. Having that kind of feeling like I have to keep going, I can't stop now, I don't have time to think about this, this will lead to suppressing the emotions. And again, it can work in the short term because maybe you do have to do something right in that moment. But it leads to stress, it leads to more anxiety, and it leads to us feeling horrible. So I want you to pay attention to when you're you're suppressing. Because when you do, you push it down, just like, you know, I talk in the other podcasts about holding the beach ball under the water. You can only do that for so long. It takes a lot of energy to suppress emotions, and it's going to pop up eventually. So you really aren't getting away with anything. We want to be able to process our emotions. This is the preferred way to deal with things that are coming up. And again, we don't need to be told to do this with the positive ones because we do process them. We feel them. We embrace them. We live them and then they're gone. And we want to be able to do this with the negative ones also so that we don't suppress them. When you process your emotions, your brain works through what happened and it stores the information in your subconscious and then the event becomes a memory. And if it's an unpleasant memory, if it was something that triggered you that was really frightening from your past, but you are in a different place now. When you think of it, you can think of it and feel calm and remain in control of your thoughts and feelings. This is how you can process things. You don't have to be afraid of these things that are coming up. You do this with your calm mind. This is why we do this uh, on purpose in meditation. We let things bubble up because we're in a safe place and we do have the time and we do have the space to do it, to, to process them. Let them come up, feel them, label them, let them go. This is what we talk about over and over. And this will really help us. It will help us eliminate stress on top of stress, on top of stress, which is what we do when we suppress and become stuck in our emotions. Now, I want you to remember again, you can experience unpleasant emotions and still be calm. The The trigger to the amygdala is determined by how you approach the emotion. You know, if you, if you approach it with kindness, non-judgmental attitudes, you remain calm. And then the processing can take place. Again, in meditation, this can be loving kindness meditation, where we let things bubble up and we just hold them with the non-judgmental attitude. And you want to be sure that you can do this. And I want to tell you, in the moment is when you do it. In the moment, you can actually process a difficult emotion while you're driving your car while you're in a meeting at work, 
while you're cooking dinner, while you're reading a book, you can process a difficult emotion. And so I want you to be in that calm state. And again, practice it in your meditation, but catch it, label it and let it go. Go to the emotion, to the sensation, to the feeling. Don't ignore it, suppress it, or try to chase it away. You can do this in the moment. And the more you do this, the less things bubble up because they are not being millions of things being pushed down into the subconscious. This is just such a marvelous way to grow and keep the mind calmer. Again, practice it in your meditation first, and then this is another thing we take out into the world with us that we learned in meditation. Catch it, label it, and let it go. Just be with it. Catch it. Don't chase it down. Bring it to you. See what it is. Label it. And then, after you have felt it deeply, you can let it go. I hope this has been helpful for you, and I hope that you will practice. And now for today's quote. Do your best and then relax. Let things go on in a natural way rather than force them. And that's from Paramahansa Yogananda. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.